Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I pressed record. Oh, he's still chilling. Sorry. You done? I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you. Hello there. My name's Lonnie, and I'm not eating a biscuit. I'm like Dylan. How's it going, Dylan? You knew you knew I was having a cheeky Monte Carlo before we recorded, and you pressed record anyway when I was halfway through buying. So you know what you did? I did. I did that. It wasn't on purpose. I'm not trying to pad out this episode at all. Yeah, we we don't we don't need it. Come on, come off it. No, I'm uh, doing good. Doing good. Okay, that's good. I hear you were just at a fan catch up as well. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, family dinner. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> good on them. I reckon. I, I do I do appreciate their support. Um, what what is the I miss you man story, Dylan? Well, Lonnie, it all started with a dream I had one night that we had a, a majorly successful podcast, and bloody well, we're one third of the way there, aren't we? <laughs> we we have a podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but the podcast topics, mate, they can range from anything. Life, pop culture, everything in between. And each week we can take each other on that journey. But this right here is part of our mega, ultra, gigantic series, The Christina Chronicles, where we do a deep dive, the deepest dive, the deepest dive anyone's ever done into the filmography of Christina Ricci. Oi, oi, oi. Um, <laughs> and after we either loved or hated The Gathering last week, um, <laughs> we have watched anything else. And, we sure have, haven't we? Well, we sure have. We definitely watched it, and we've got a lot to say because it's not just the most okay movie of all time. <laughs> I have so much to say. Pages overflowing with notes. To be honest, Dylan, I didn't, fine, I didn't right? take notes during the, the screening of this because it there oh, wasn't much. There wasn't much to say, and I was just like, okay, I'm enjoying this, but no, re- no reason to stop and take a note anywhere. Okay, so you landed on the enjoying side of things. I, I think I landed slightly on the other side. Okay, I didn't really enjoy it too much. Other bits I liked, mm. but I'll say this. It's my first Woody Allen movie I've ever seen. Ever? Okay. Ever. Right. Well, um, I've I've went through a bit of a Woody Allen phase. Um, sort of course of, you did. Well, I did. Um, yeah, film student. Of course you film did. Film student. Yeah, that, that's why. Um, it was a bit different when I was doing it because, like, obviously allegations have been there um, all our lives. But it was kind of settled for a while. And everyone was like, oh, it's really creepy that he married his sort of stepdaughter but the other allegations of sexual assault of his daughter had kind of been investigated but then sort of dismissed 
but they came back and well they were never really dismissed by the people who were making the allegations let me say obviously yeah but the wider community and you know he had a career afterwards and whatnot so it was kind of kind of okay back when i was watching the films i'm trying to defend myself here but obviously with all the 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 weinstein and and me too movement um and the, the more vocal um you know, the, the, the daughter Dylan is now Dylan is um, adult and has restated her claims in the public sphere. So it really has become like not not okay anymore to to watch these films. Um, or at least you know, I still think there's a place historically for you know someone who's made lots of movies and who's got a you know huge historical you know legacy in the film industry to to be around. We've spoken about this before. It's like not necessarily that. You, you take all of the copies of the films and never watch them ever again and, and destroy all the copies, they should be out there. But it is still weird, isn't it? And it's especially weird when the person who's at the, at the center of the allegations is there, made the film, wrote the film, directed it, and is there on screen as well. You can't really dismiss it, can you, in that sense? No, you can't You can't get away from old Woody. Every, every single piece of dialogue, just, it's him. It's him. Yeah. Straight out of his mouth and brain. Yeah, basically. Um... And it's really tough because the allegations, if they're true, they're horrible and you know, undefendable at all. If they're not true, then it's that is that is horrible that someone's gone through that. And I don't think we'll ever know. So it's really hard for no. I think people to, to move forward and, and both sides have, you know, strong cases. You know, that's why that, that's why it's so difficult here. So mm. tough one. Um Well, how about we focus on the movie itself, Warner? Yeah, I just thought it's worth mentioning that because the fact that he's oh, he, he's right there. Can't escape it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, what's the film about, Dylan? Can you do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about uh, Jason Biggs. Um, he's quick best mates with Woody Allen yeah. in this one, and he's kind of got a, a relationship going with Christina Ricci. It's kind of a toxic relationship. In many ways, yeah. Like she, she ain't a good partner. She's bad for him, but he just won't see it. He just won't see it. And no matter how many signs there are that the relationship should end, um, she even does straight up just cheating on him. And she's like, "No, it's fine. I did it for you." <laughs> you know? It's crazy. It's crazy in this, but she's wonderful too. It's um, yeah, they're back together. Well, Jason and Christina after Prozac Nation. That's right, yes. Oh, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Yes. He's there. Oh. He yeah, the si- he sure is. He had the sister, he? yeah. Um, yeah, and she's kind of carrying on that, on that tradition of playing a weird, unlikable, crazy woman who you can never really understand. She's obviously... She's a typecast, isn't she? Well, it's happening a bit recently, isn't it? <laughs> and the cards on the table, we haven't watched The Gathering yet. We're going to watch that next week but who knows probably the same character i'm guessing but i, I was f- feeling parallel with some of the previous christina's we've watched on screen she does it well no oh, mate she she plays a no-nonsense weirdo like nobody's business <laughs> to be honest so what you describe there is it's kind of a relationship he's kind of trying to make it as a um as a writer comedian novelist got this kind of crazy relationship with her but at the same time he's being mentored by Woody Allen and it's kind of you know kind of funny because he's in his early 20s and Woody's in his 
60s and they're their best friends. It's like, it's fine. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be down with faint praise, but it's not super compelling. It's not especially funny. There's not, like, many laugh-out-loud jokes. There's some kind of quirky performances that are cool. Danny Vito was quite fun in a small role. Yeah. But I'm not sort of pulled into liking it or hating it. Which I think, which you said before, is is the worst thing a film can be is just sort of fine, just okay. Yeah, it's just the most five out of ten movie, isn't it? It really is. Performances are fine. Dialogue's good. Dialogue, snappy dialogue. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all the movie has going for it, though. There's not really compelling shots or camera work or score or song choices. Not really. No. And no. and a couple of the reviews I've got that I read and. The feeling I got, it's like these people who are in their 20s, 30s in New York in the early 2000s, but they very much feel like it's just Woody writing stuff that he would have done himself back in the 70s or 80s. The way they they record stores and the references they have to Frank Sinatra and Casablanca and stuff. Like, yeah, it's weird these characters are saying. It doesn't really feel like they would be saying that sort of stuff, but he's kind of a quirky guy, you know? Mm, I don't know. The um, as I said, I watched a fair few Woody Allen films, and it it kind of feels like a rehash of a lot of the stuff, but not as good, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a bit of a deficiency in his films, and I think a lot of films directed by men, especially men who are older, it's kind of like women are this sort of unknowable special thing that you just sort of got to put <laughs> up with. Because, you know, we, we love them, even though they're crazy. Can't live with them, can't live without them, am yeah. I right? And we're never going to understand them, so don't even try. But, like, as we know in real life, women are just people. And they're not that special. Interesting. <laughs> so you don't think Sinead's special? That's 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 a real interesting one. It's not, so she's not special. She's no, not interesting. No. That's, that's crazy. All women aren't special, is what I'm saying, John. They're all bad. Oh, right. <laughs> They they all suck, yeah. Go, man. I'm a misogynist. Ooh. No. <laughs> what I'm saying is the whole thing about men are from Mars and women are from Venus and they're like two different species, that's just not true, is it? And I think and it's more... Been con- done to death. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm better. Um, sure. What you're saying about Christina and her character just like totally running roughshed, roughshed over this guy. Roughshed? That's the word, isn't it? Rough shot. Rough shot. Walking all over him. She's walking all over him all the time, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's him with everybody. He's never stood up for himself, this guy. He stays with Christine because she's bad news. The mother-in-law just moves in and moves a piano in and makes him write stuff for him. He's got a dodgy agent who's not giving him any work and just goes along with it because he doesn't want to feel get fire here and make him feel bad. He buys a gun because Woody's character says he needs to buy a gun and prepare for the, you know, end times. He just sort of is there, going along with shit. He's a very reactionary character, isn't he? Mm. Old Jason Biggs. And by the way, Jason Biggs, he, he ain't he ain't that good of an actor, sorry to say. You know? Well, I looked, up, I looked up what he's done since American Pie and this, and there's not much. There's stuff, but... He, re- 
he really was born for one role, wasn't he? <laughs> Playing an awkward teen so horny he'd fuck a pie. He nails that vibe. He really <laughs> does. Yeah. But he just doesn't fit in any other role, does he? <laughs> It was funny. I think he was playing a Jewish character in that, and he's playing a Jewish guy here. In real life, he's not Jewish, but Woody just assumed he was. <laughs> that's that's kind of funny. So the trivia goes: they, they he started talking to him about about a Jewish holiday that was coming up, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm Catholic. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. He he nailed that one character, and and fair play to him. That's that's more than some people do in the whole life. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You, have you watched those? I, I think I've seen the first and second American Pies. American Pies? Mm. Yeah. I've seen all the ones with him in. I've seen one and two. Mm-hmm. They're both great. The Wedding is fine. That's mm. number three. Sure. Um, I've only seen The Reunion once. I remember liking it enough. But one, one and two are the gold standards, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I remember them being very naughty back in the day. Watching them when you're little. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like, oh my god, how is this allowed on on screen? How how, how little were you when you were watching the morning? I don't know. Come on, would have been like ten or something. Holy crap! I don't know. <laughs> are you watching American? Well, I had older siblings. Holy I don't shit. know. They're oh, around. Goodness. No one is such a bloody warped character these days. It does it explains yeah. everything, doesn't it? <laughs> um. um. Yeah, so like when you when you haven't got a super compelling story or super compelling characters and everything's just sort of fine. The whole movie is just fine as well. Interestingly you basically just filmed a script, really, to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's all it, but you're right, the dialogue is kind of keeps it going. There's a few funny jokes. They're not sort of laugh out loud jokes, but they're kinda of like, huh. You might exhale. A little bit. There's one. There's one joke I laughed at mm. when he's at dinner and he's saying everything that Christina likes, he likes too, and his current girlfriend's just calling him out on everything. That, yeah. And she's like, "But you hate mosquitoes." And then he's like, "No, I hate malaria, not mosquitoes." <laughs> That's funny. That That's was funny. funny. Yeah. And he was good, very good in that, in that scene when he when falling in yeah. love with Christina. Maybe you know we're a bit, a bit biased there, obviously, but when he was yeah. doing that. Because <laughs> we're already there, we're already falling in love with her many, many times. Yeah, um, and she was she was pretty good. Hey, she, I mean, wasn't given a lot to do, and I think it's to do with what I said before about the sort of you're just a crazy woman that no one can understand. But mm. you know, she was enjoyable. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Yeah, no, nah, good stuff. I, I really did like the scene where he calls her out on cheating on him because the whole movie she just can't have sex with him because mm. she's basically repulsed to find to Yeah. Which is pretty funny. And so them just going back and forth about how she cheated on him for him so she could know that she can still have sex and can have orgasms. And she's like, you should be happy. And he's like, oh, I'm thrilled. This is great, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> that was funny. There's like a couple of good scenes. But yeah, for the most part, it's just boring trojanous. I think if maybe it was in like a tighter 80 minutes with maybe a, a sort of mm. more of a through line about him wanting to, you know, he's, he's got one, he's got to finish his novel or something like that to make it a bit more urgency in everything. Or he's going to propose or something. It's just sort of like things are happening, sort of just everything's sort of going okay. No, you, you know what you could have cut. Hmm. I don't need to see scenes of him getting mistreated by Christina and then him telling Woody Allen about the scenes about him getting mistreated by Christina and Woody Allen re- reacting to those scenes. I didn't need that. There's a lot That's of them. The fat trimmed right there. A lot of them walking through Central Park and just talking about what just happened in the previous scene. And it's <laughs> it's a lot. It's fair too enough, much. But it's yeah. Oh well, New York's fine to see, I guess. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, Dylan, is your boy QT Quentin Tarantino? Do you know what I'm going to say? No. <laughs> I'm waiting to bate a breath. He released a list back in the day when it. The twentieth year of since he began as a director, his career. Mm. He lists twenty films, his favorite films that have come out in in his career. This was on there. I can see that. I can see that. As I said, it's it's got the dialogue going for it, and my man QT loves his dialogue. Absolutely loves it. Froths for it. He's a quirky guy, isn't he? he he's probably going to throw in a couple there just to sort of piss people off. Like he believes oh, yeah. it, I'm sure, but he just—he's he's that sort of dude, isn't he? His tastes yeah, yeah. are. He, he... Yeah. Oh, they're fucking wild. <laughs> I don't have a list in front of me, but it is something like, um, mainly like martial arts films from Hong Kong, and then a couple of American cool. films, and and this. So good on him. Um, do you want to hear what Roger Ebert said? Sure. Three stars out of four. Now, fuck off, Rog. <laughs> fuck off. Bit you high. are a senile old man, and you... I don't want you on this podcast <laughs> anymore. Come right off it, mate. There's going to be a time <laughs> soon that Roger has passed away in, in the chronology here, and you're going to be like, I wish Roger was here. I wish we knew his thoughts on this. How dare you? What did he say? He said, The movie avoids the usual pitfalls of comedies about young romance and gets jolts from the supporting work by Channing Chang, um, Channing Stockard, who's really good at the, as the well, Channing Tatum. Is that what you thought? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, who I missed? Oh, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Fowler's there for a scene. He was kind of weird seeing him. Yeah, that was that was yeah. pretty fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the the mother-in-law and Devito. Ah, yes, Devito I thought was pretty good as well. Stockard, Channing, so yes. around the wrong way. Yeah. That's right. Especially in the scene where Danny gets dumped as the agent. That was pretty funny. That's, that's classic Danny DeVito humor. Right yeah. It kind of reminded me, I haven't seen a lot of um, It's Always Sunny, but I, I was getting that sort of manic vibe in that scene, you know. There's there's an exact scene in It's Always Sunny <laughs> where he gets told something he doesn't like at a restaurant and starts going off in the middle of the restaurant and also has a heart attack. Oh, so okay. it might have been an homage to this, to be honest. It could have been, yeah. 
uh, yeah, supporting work of those two and Alan is inimitable as the worrywart who backs into every decision protesting and moaning about the pitfalls and the certain disappointment sure to lie ahead. At a time when so many American movies keep dialogue at a minimum so they can play it better overseas, what a delight to listen to smart people whose conversations is kind of is like a kind of comic music. Jeez, Em, you and Roger, you're tired on this one. One star. One star. One star. Well, you might be more online with uh, Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian at the time. He said mm-hmm. two out of five stars, so closer. Okay, I'll take that. He said... There are, there are great one-liners. How could it be otherwise? But everything looks dated, adrift, and obsolete. Its characters and situations would all sit better in the Manhattan of 30 or even 40 years ago. And this is what I said before. Um, how uncomfortable to listen to a script which in 2004 calls Frank Sinatra and Humphrey Bogart urban. It was a bit weird. I didn't really get that. I mean, yeah. Well, um, update a few current audience, mate. What are you doing? Yeah, I know. Um, nothing very memorable was what he also said in that. Yeah, sounds a bit right. Um, well, in terms, I didn't miss it here, but something that Roger said in his review at the end was that, uh, and it's something I totally agree with, I did not know that Woody was in this film, but he's in like in the first scene, you're like, oh, okay, there he is. In Apparently in the, the trailer and all the advertising and the post and everything, there's no mention of Woody Allen being in it at all. So he was thinking that the studio, whatever reason, were trying to advertise it as maybe more of just like a, a rom-com starring with a guy from American Pie, and then you yeah, get you get to yeah. the cinema and you're like, oh, okay, it's a Woody Allen joint, and it's basically copy and paste of his previous films. Yeah, yeah, bit odd. Um, <laughs> I did find one other thing though, Dylan. It was on the letterbox to see what the the masses think. So I've sure. got a got a review here from Thomas McCallum from 2014. Mm. Uh, three and a half stars. Very, very brief, but I like his um, his rankings, okay? He's given performances, story, production, and overall rankings, okay? He is very specific. For performances, he gave 7.8 out of 10. Fuck me, okay. Down to the decimal. Story, 7.5 out of 10. Production, 6 out of 10. Now, I'm not sure if he's done this as a um, average, or he was just just gone with his gut. But he's given overall seven point one out of ten. Too high. Too high, you reckon? Much too high. He also has two things to say. That's what he says. Firstly, mm-hmm. do not avoid this because Jason Biggs is in it. He does a fantastic <laughs> job of playing the best Woody Allen that Woody never played. Disagree. Probably, but I mean, I would argue that Woody Allen can play a better Woody Allen, but you know, <laughs> that's just me. Um, second, whenever you're right, strive for originality. But if you have to steal, steal from the best. And I guess he's saying that Woody stole him from himself. I guess. <laughs> so there you go. I don't trust this man's review. Oh, you don't. You don't trust Thomas McCallum from 2014. Yeah, that's right. He gives yeah, decimal point right, reviews, though, Dylan. So I'm not really sure what. Yeah, and you're... that's the. You know what that is? That's the mark of a fucking coward. Pick a number. Pick a whole number. <laughs> if you're too afraid to go eight, 
Get out of the reviewing business. I know. And really, there's not much difference between giving us a 7 or a 7.1. Let's face it. No. <laughs> no not at all. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, well, that's that's been us. Anything else you want to say? I think we could have covered it. Oh, I'll say this. Mm. I've never seen an actor more uncomfortable breaking the fourth wall than Jason Biggs. <laughs> he's a bit nervous, isn't he? <laughs> he was very nervous. He was, his eyes were darting all over the place, wasn't looking directly at us. You've got to address us, mate, Yeah. when you're breaking the fourth wall. Uh-huh. You've got to be confident in it. You've got to be so confident because your character's like, hey, hmm. I'm talking to you, the audience. Hmm. But yeah, he, he was just nervous about the whole thing. He's like, oh, I shouldn't be here. Meet his character. Not, not on. No, that's true. That's that's kind of where it all all starts. Hey. Yeah. Anything else is a second film from two thousand and three, The Gathering, which we either loved or hated. Is was last week. I love your work is coming up next. Um, written and directed by Adam Goldberg. Who knew? Okay. All right. Who else is in it? Who else we got? Vince Vaughn? Lake hello. Let me, uh, oh, hello. Poison Ivy. Hayley Duff. Hayley Duff. Hillary's sister. Right. Good for her. Yeah. I'm I don't know what it's about. Vince Vaughn and Lake Bell. Yeah, I'm keen to watch it. Oh, 23% run tomatoes. That's all right. We'll, we'll see well, if that's right or not. You, lo- you bloody loved that darn cat, didn't you? And that was like nine. So Exactly. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes. Stop Me either. <laughs> I'm glad we got our feelings known about Rotten Tomatoes out there. All right. Well, that's coming up soon. Um, I want to thank you for being here today, Dylan. And I want to thank the <laughs> listeners. Thank you. Listeners for, for listening. Uh, we're on the socials, aren't we, Dylan? I think so. Yeah. Instagram, definitely. For Should sure. Should Facebook. Twitter. Sure. Sure. We're there, we're there. If we're not, we're not. Exactly right. Um, follow us along. Um, thank you, Mark, for the theme song. And Mark the man. He's the man. He's the man. And I guess until next time, Dylan, I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. Do I miss you, man? Do I miss you, man? Do I miss you? 